Welcome back to another episode of Create Worldwide, the podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Paulina. And we are doing for, we're doing a end of the day podcast today. For a change, yeah. Woo! We, we wanted to try and... Well, I mean, we weren't trying anything. <laughs> it's the weather, the, the rain this morning. A monsoon came down on us this morning, and my train that's an hour 20 away was a little late. So we had to start the day. Um, but that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Um, today we want to talk about something that's pretty, pretty damn important. What we believe is a very important and also interesting topic. Yeah, and that's interviewing. Um, a lot of people in their life have to go through this. I'd say a solid 99%. Yeah, I As mean you said in the past, because I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> it's, I feel like it's something that will inevitably come to you. And also, we think it's important to talk about it because since Tom and I are young, new to the workforce, etc., yep. etc., we feel it's something that is in everyone's minds. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely on everyone's minds and especially when you're in your last year of college. Exactly. Even even if you're in your first year and you're going, you know, to be an intern, you still got to have most likely an interview. Absolutely. And uh we'll get into this a little bit more later, but I feel like especially with architecture or at least visual uh, like careers you're planning for this interview years in advance because you're yeah. building your portfolio it's not just yourself you're selling it's your work so we also wanted to talk about that a little bit to give a little bit of I don't know tips or just ideas that could maybe come in handy that yeah. maybe have come in handy for Tom and I and we wanted to share yeah definitely um, you know Obviously, prior to um, getting an interview, you're doing the research on where you want to look for a job. You're looking at you know firms. You're looking at big places. You're looking at small places. It's honestly, yeah, it's nerve-wracking, but it's also an exciting time. And, and I feel it like is. we want to approach this topic not in the way that it's like we're giving you like the roadmap because we don't know. We're not interviewers, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel... It could be interesting to just talk about our experiences and what we feel maybe could, like, has worked in the past or could work in the future, etc. Because I feel like this is this is a how how can I put it like a, an interesting perspective yeah. because when I was, for example, preparing for my interview, you see all these TikTokers and all these famous people or like, but they're older <laughs> and they're like saying this is what I want to hear about in an interview, but then. You're like, okay, but who's talking about how I'm feeling or like yeah. I've never interviewed before. <laughs> so I feel like maybe we're more in that in that boat the same yeah. as you guys. Yeah, no. I mean, one of one of the most important things to do with any job interview, this doesn't even go for architecture, but it's obviously important for architecture related things. It's, you know, doing your research on the firm that you're looking for. Absolutely. It, it sounds it sounds so easy, but like if if you go into a firm blind how do you know if you're even how do you even know if you like their work or not yeah you know it's not only for like impressing the interviewers which of course we all want but it's yeah. also because you want to pick a firm that is gonna fit you and 
that's not only in regards to their work, it's also in regards to their culture, which I know can be difficult to grasp before you yeah. start working at a place, but at least you can see if it's a large firm, a small firm, a medium-sized firm. Well, I mean, with here, with here, when I was looking, when I was doing my research, I had no idea. You, you, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't tell what the size of the firm was. Yeah. So you, you know, when I, when I walked through the elevator, when I got up the elevator and I w looked out, I was like, oh my gosh, there's got to be like 50 people back there. I don't know how big the building is. I don't know. And there's a good amount of people working here. I'm like, oh, wow. You it's, know, like, yeah. you, don't, you don't expect, you know, with the work that we produce, yeah. you expect For example, when lot. I was searching for places for my internship and I came across Create's webpage, one of the things that I made me be like, I want to work at this place was literally just a, a phrase that said like, our boutique approach ensures our principal is involved in all the projects, something yeah. like that. And I was like, oh my God, that's where I want to work because who could you learn from more than the senior architects or the principal? Like, it's amazing that you get to be involved in creative processes like yeah. that. And not all firms have that, but maybe other people like to be among amongst all the juniors and have yeah. a, a, a giant intern force or whatever. <laughs> uh, that maybe that's the, the perfect fit for you. So yeah. it's just kind of researching to make sure the company is going to fit you and you're going to fit the company. Yeah. No, I mean, that's definitely true. Um, you know, you when you're doing this when you're doing this research it's also important to see if online they have who they work with directly i mean yeah, with architecture that's a, that's a good point you know you see who their clients are who vouches for that specific firm yeah you know when you look when i was looking at the create website we had a couple of quotes on there from people that we've worked with in the past yeah. and you know i was reading through some of the quotes and i recognize some of the names i've seen them around and yeah. you go oh did they do that? Absolutely. Did they do this? And also, you know, we've we've mentioned this before, but architecture has so many like different niches, like different things you can specialize in. So also Well, it could be literally anything. Yeah, so it could be anything that's a building, you know? <laughs> absolutely. But maybe you wanna do more construction, maybe you wanna do more interior design, maybe you wanna render. So that's also something to look out for. And even if you're if you're observant, which we all should be, <laughs> when you're looking <laughs> at at web the the uh, the websites, you can kind of tell what programs they use because like we've been like you know we've been in school for five years. We've yeah. been using all kinds of programs, so you can kind of tell when something was done in Photoshop, when something was done in Revit, in rendered into Motion or rendered. So you can also be like, okay, well, this company clearly uses a lot of Photoshop, so I'm a good match because I love Photoshop. And also, that's something that maybe then you can bring up in the interview, like yeah. when they ask you what your talents are, what your programs you use. You've done your research, you know the company likes to use Photoshop, so then you can be like, hey, I'm pretty good at Photoshop. And that's like a... Yeah. You know, hey, I noticed on your website that there's Absolutely. a lot of this yeah. in what I assume is Photoshop. And, you know, I have a, I have a real niche for that. And I, I, I really like, I, I like using Photoshop. Yeah. And they'd go, oh, wow. Okay. And that also brings us to, then you'd have your portfolio there and you'd be like, 
I can show you some stuff I, I've done in Photoshop because something that I think is very important is that you build your portfolio carefully and consciously. Like you have to tailor it and study it before you go to an interview because most likely than yeah. not, it's not just something you send out and then they call you and they never think about it again. Most yeah. likely than not, they're going to tell you, okay, the tell us a little bit about your portfolio or explain it to us. Yeah, the portfolio the portfolio is definitely, a, before sending it to anyone to apply to a job, that's a very important aspect because you don't take just all five years of work, throw it into, you know, in the order that it was yeah. and send it out. You, ta you like you said, you tailor make you edit, that thing. Yeah. You edit it. You highlight your what you think are yeah. your greatest achievements down from what would be probably 200 plus pages yeah. to maybe about like 30, 40, yeah, uh, max yeah, like, 50. Think about your attention spam. If you were someone else that was receiving this, like by page 50, you're like, okay. And, and also, yeah. I mean, it sounds kind of mean maybe, but like there are stuff that, there is stuff that is very close to your heart because you put your life into it. And that happened to me, to Tom, to everyone. Yeah. But then, at some point you have to let it go it's you did it in your first semester it's not that pretty it's it's weird or it's it's doesn't show anything yeah. that it's that's, that's also important like it doesn't showcase any of your talents like it's not a re really nice render it's not a an informative plan it's not a cool diagram it's just like a, something that's taking up space and it's not doing anything for you Don't take your sticks and stones project and put it on the front page of your, uh, yeah. of like, your portfolio. And that's, that, that, that also shows, doesn't even, sh doesn't only show the nice things you've done, but it shows that you have editing and synthesizing skills because it's like, okay, this person was able to take five years worth of work, which we all know that it's a lot yeah. of things that you produce. And present it. And present it in 30 pages. And in those 30 pages, I can see that this guy or this girl can do Photoshop, can do AutoCAD, can do Rhino, can do SketchUp, yeah, you're can do... You're, pre you're, present you're presenting it to a client who will hopefully be your future boss. Exactly. So... Like, It's your first, that's your first, that's like your first stepping stone into the real world of presenting to a client. <laughs> yeah. You're taking a arrangement of things, selling it to somebody and saying, do you want to buy in or do you not want to buy in? That's, yeah. that's pretty, that's pretty crucial. Um, but We, you go. Sorry. <laughs> you're okay. You're okay. No, I was a just, lot. There's I, a lot of topics. Yeah, so you and I, I are going to be. I was just going to say that like what what we as architects do is sell our ideas and mm -hmm. what tom was saying this is your first take at doing that because you have to be able to effectively portray information sell yeah. information put out information that if you were doing it for a client like i i think about those people a little parenthesis that they render a model and then they show you 50 views no you have to be able like i know you did 50 views and that's very cool but you have yeah. to be able to choose one two that are the, the stellar the yeah. most important thing that one of my professors told me who i still keep in contact with to this day because he really left an impact on me was he said you should put your drawings on a board Mm -hmm. And this goes for portfolios and anything you do in architecture. You should take any. You should take what you want to put on a board 
and it should be able to sell itself. Exactly. No yeah. words. He was against yeah, that's words. that's true. He didn't want any words on his drawings. <laughs> Anything that you presented, it was labeled what it was, elevation, yeah. section, plan, and that was it. And yeah. a title. And, that's it. And the other thing is that not all projects require the same visuals. So, no. for example, if a project explains itself through a collage, maybe another one will explain itself through a section. So you need to be able to choose carefully those key drawings that are gonna show your talents and show your projects in the best way possible. And it takes time. Yeah, It takes absolutely. a lot of time to get your portfolio set up. Personally, it took so me about years. two <laughs> and a half, three months to, to take yeah, everything that too. I did and put it together absolutely so um um now that you've researched prepared your portfolio now yeah. comes the time to actually start interviewing and sending out your resume and your oh by the way this may seem very obvious but spell check everything oh yeah like nothing says i don't care more than a spelling mistake yeah like you can't have a spelling mistake in your resume or no. in your portfolio. That's just no. That, but that's that's like proofreading. If you're, <laughs> if you're if you're not doing that, I mean, you're come done. On. <laughs> yeah, you're done. Um, one thing before, one thing that you want to do prior to the interview that's extremely important is you want to be prepared as to what questions that they're gonna ask you. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a very important aspect in some. That's something that I personally have done especially with the interview for create mm -hmm. you know I wanted to I wanted to go in with a game plan mm -hmm. per se and you you take those questions of what you know you you know your portfolio up and down you know it like snap of a finger you got the answer they ask you what it is you know it and then there's the question of you know what uh I can't even think of an example right now. I'm blanking out. Um, some people might ask, you know, what is architecture to you? What in what in what in what field do you strive more? Like what area? You know, like you said, rendering, yeah, Photoshop, AutoCAD. What what do you have the most experience in? If you had to rate yourself on a scale of one to ten in this specific program, what would you rate yourself? And you don't give them a BS answer. You tell them honestly. You know. You say to them, oh, we'll use AutoCAD as an example. How do you feel, what's your comfortability level 1 to 10 on AutoCAD? Mm -hmm. And you tell them you're realistically a 5 if you oversell yourself and you say you're an 8. Guess what? When you mess up, they're going to look at it and be like, ooh, is he really an 8? Is she really an 8? Yeah. Don't undersell yourself, and but say you're at like a 5 I and mean, you're willing to learn. As I mentioned before, we're not experts in interviewing. No. We have not hired people, but... No. Um, I also think that when you are in a position like ourselves, like me, I'm an intern, Tom is a junior architect um, that has just recently graduated school, just like you guys probably, um, You, no one is expecting you to be a 10 in AutoCAD. No one is expecting you to be a 10 in Revit, and that's not the reason why they are hiring you. I mean, at yeah. least that's what I think. So... It's more important to show, showcase that you're a fast learner, that you're an eager worker, that you have work ethic, that you are willing to 
be a good team member and that you're willing to learn and grow in the company because they, they can teach you AutoCAD, they can teach you Revit, and yeah. they will, at least, for example, that's the case here in Create, but you have to be willing to learn and you have to be willing to give it your all and that's what you want to sell in an interview because yeah. if they wanted someone who was a tenant AutoCAD, they would be interviewing people that have been working for years in AutoCAD. So yeah. I feel like when uh, architecture firms or firms in general are interviewing recent grads, they're looking more at your potential than what you have right now as talent. I agree. Or as I, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. It's something that prior to the interview, you really got to hone in on and what you want to portray yourself as. Mm -hmm. What do you want them to see? You're, you, you're trying to sell your work, but you're also trying to sell you. Yeah, and I think... And, I think and lack for a better at the term. En, at but the end of the day, and in when you're young, you're selling more yourself than your work because yeah. I feel like you can be shaped. And that's something that's very exciting, honestly. Yeah, like you can. Like, you can. Like here, for example, um, it was my first job. So I came in like a blank canvas. And I think that's very scary. But at the same time, it's exciting because... I've it been is. able to to shape the way I think literally and the way I work and the way I do things. It's been amazing. And I feel like that's also something that you bring to the table. Like yeah. you bring a, a white canvas, which seems like, okay, what do you bring? Nothing. No, I bring like all the space to yeah. learn, which can you be You painted useful. on the canvas in college <laughs> and then the canvas was, you know, taken and kind of hucked away and now you got a new one. But those are those are things that come with a new path. Is starting something new, learning something new. You know, mm -hmm. you 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 want to show them that you are eager to be part of the team and paint a new picture yeah, on that canvas. You're here and you're ready, and that that's also something that you. I mean, th these are very like again obvious things, but if you are gonna Talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. So if you want to show you're part. an eager learner, da, 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 you want to get to your interview on time, you want to yeah. have good posture, you want to talk about the, the things you learned about the company when you research, because mm -hmm. it shows that you have initiative, it shows that you are interested, and that's what you want to be able yeah. to get across to the person that's interviewing. Yeah, um, no, it is very important. Um, now the fun part, the during. The during the well, interview. I feel like what we've been saying is kind of during, but I mean, it's um, it's been more leaning towards the, the you know the the early stages yeah. of what you want to prepare yourself yeah. for. Well, during you're gonna be nervous. I I I for one was very nervous. I remember. Yeah, um, I'm I'm good. I'm good at talking to people, but when it comes to interviews, it is yeah. it's very nerve wracking. Mine was virtual, but still, I was like, oh my god. My first one was. Uh -huh. But my second one was in person, and now I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Now I really got to show who I am. Absolutely. I mean, you want to dress the part, you know, that's yes. always important. You you got to show up as her before you are her. That's <laughs> very important. <laughs> I mean, that's... That, I, I feel like... That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. You got to show up as her. 
Yeah. No, it's <laughs> that is a good that is a good point. Yeah. And you, and also you wanna even if you're nervous, you wanna appear like self self confident and have have kind of your your mind at ease and just try to be yourself but yeah but if you if you are if you are prepared in that interview if you go into that interview prepared mm -hmm. there is no one stopping you if you don't get the job you don't get it yeah that's what interviews are for you miss 100 of the shots you don't take that's true you want to be fully you and you want to talk to whoever it is interviewing you whether it's hr the head of the company the head of the division the head of the specific area that's interviewing you for whatever part you're going in for whatever you're trying to get hired for you want to show them what you did what you are what you're going to do yeah those are that's what you're there for it's very that is unbelievably important and when you're there you know You want to answer the, every single question that's thrown your way, even there's a, even if there's a curveball, because there's always a curveball. You yeah. want to answer that thoughtfully. If you got to take your time, say, give me a moment to think about that. <laughs> Don't just spew something out. Yeah. Because it's very important. They're, they're listening very carefully, and they want a thoughtful, well-thought-out answer that really means something to you, not no, no BS, none of that. They want that real it's it's a pitch you. it's literally a pitch it like, is like um everything you respond everything you show is i mean it's going towards the same goal that is getting you hired but also fi yeah. finding like a uh a good fit also refer to everyone as mr and miss and mrs and whatnot because it's always better to come off as like respectful and old-fashioned or whatnot then i being wouldn't i wouldn't call it old-fashioned well not old-fashioned but i mean old-fashioned in the good sense yeah which no is but like i would call classic. it like yeah more I mean, proper yeah proper we here at create we still refer to all of our clients as mr and miss because it's that's etiquette and that's it's respectful it's showing that yeah. you care and that you respect The person that's giving you their time. Yeah, don't act like you know people on a first name basis. Even if you do, still address them the way <laughs> that it should be properly addressed. Mr. C, Mr. Campione. <laughs> Paulina called him that once for the first week and he, he didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> not he didn't like it, it's just that it's more formal. But I, I, I mean, I called him Mr. Campione for... I don't know what one week two weeks until he literally told me you can call me Mr. D and then I was like okay but at it the flows beginning better. I was like I'll call him Mr. Campion until the day I die I will not go to yeah. Mr. D until I'm given permission I heard it I listen I heard someone say it in the office one time I heard oh Mr. C and I went I'm not calling him Mr. Campion I'm calling him Mr. C mm -hmm. So it's yeah it's very important to bring your manners bring your best forward which is again very basic tips but it's important to keep them in mind when you're trying to create a good impression yeah no definitely um and then what else during i feel also, like i feel like during's natural 
I feel like uh, these days a lot of interviews are virtual, so you want to make sure you have a nice background. You yeah. want to make sure you don't have noise. <laughs> you want to make sure your link works. I, it's it's these kind of things that show that you're interested. But I feel like we've kind of covered the little bit of the during with the before. Because yeah, definitely. you are going to be prepared for the questions, which we already mentioned. Also, something that's important, I think, is have questions of your own. When you're thinking about uh, possible answers to questions, also come up with a list of questions that you have. Like, okay, um, I don't know, what's, what do you expect uh, for me? What would be my role in the company? Uh, uh, which programs do you use the most? You can also test if the company is a good fit for you and yeah. and a, you'll get answers that are going to be useful for you. And B, it's also the interviewer also gets to know you through your questions. Yeah. Personally, in my interview, I asked Mr. C, you know, what in his eyes was his, one of his favorite projects. Really? That's a yeah. cool question. Um, and that goes for architecture. I mean, for, you know, something like finance or accounting, that's a bit different. You can't really ask, what's your favorite audit? You know, <laughs> you can't really ask that. Um, but... Asking asking questions to, you know, one or two maybe to the person interviewing you will give you insight on, you know, obviously the question you want answered, but also it'll give them insight as to you're curious. Yeah. You want to know more. Absolutely. And then, well, after you leave your interview, whether you're interviewing in various places or interviewing only one, yeah. you want to keep in mind that sometimes you're ahead sometimes you're behind you'll maybe you'll get it maybe you won't <laughs> yeah. but uh if you if, if if it's for you you'll get it that's something i personally think because maybe if they didn't like your portfolio it's because your style didn't match theirs and why would you want to be in a place where your your style yeah. doesn't match anyways maybe you'll get a different job and um try to keep sending out portfolios if you don't get the job, don't get discouraged. Yeah. But after you leave your interview, I would say um, you send out an email or you send out some sort of like a little like thank, keep in touch. Like, yeah. like a little thank you, like a little thank hey, you. I appreciate nice giving up some you. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I look agree. forward. Like if you leave the interview being very happy, you I would like I would say like for example when I interviewed here, I said like I really look forward to joining your team i hope i can be considered for the position like really show yeah you're interested <laughs> the the night that i came here you know i had the online interview and the night i came here i think i think i was so happy because when i visited here um i got the job and i think because i was so happy i was going away that night mm -hmm. i was going away on vacation that night i was so over the top happy that I think I emailed Mr. C on the train back home. <laughs> like literally I got, on, I walked down the block, I got on the train and I emailed him. I said, thank you so much. Like blah, 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 blah. But no, it's, it's definitely something that, you know, you want to do if you, you have a good interview, even if you have not the best interview showing that you're appreciative toward the person who did the interview is something that might, go into consideration yeah something as little as that you know and eventually 
when you send out your portfolios to 10, 15, 5, 1, what, however many you want to do under the under the sun. Yeah. You want to send it to everyone, send it to everyone. Well, yeah, I, I personally think you should, like we said, edit your portfolio, edit your choices. I don't feel like you should start sending out portfolios to every firm under the sun. Yeah. Like, really try to find the ones that match you, and then you'll start going through the motions and then yeah. maybe finding the one that's right for you. But the point is that if you putting yourself out there to be hired, you know, to grow your career, to, ex you know, go into architecture, to go into any job, really, you know, it's, it's for anything. You want to be proud of that. You know, you made it through the five years. Now you're on to the new chapter of your life. And that's where, you know, where you pick is where you want to be. Yeah. Whatever firm that may be, that's incredibly important. So you got this. <laughs> you got this. It's stressful as all hell. It takes a lot of time and preparation, five years plus however long it takes you to put together your portfolio, looking up the place, the questions you have, just for 15 minutes for you to possibly get that job. And you know what? It could be the best thing, the best decision you ever make. So hopefully it is. Yeah, hopefully it is. So don't be afraid. Okay, so we'll leave you with that. We hope you enjoyed it. We really enjoyed talking about this topic and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye.